Hello, I'm Catriona Moore and I'm here with Joe Holder. Both of us are so-called second wave feminists. Joe's a gallery director, curator and writer and I'm an art historian. And we began working together a long time ago in the affirmative action branch of the New South Wales Art Workers Union. And we're still collaborating today with others on platforms like Contemporary Art and Feminism and the Future Feminist Art Archive. Now, for our favour, we'd like to offer some thoughts on collaborative action. We think working collaboratively is the best way that women artists can thrive in the art world. And here we mean women artists individually and collectively. So, Joe, when we say collect feminist collaboration, what do you think of? Kat, from our experience, feminist collaborations generate organically to meet a driving need in an informal rather than a programmatic fashion. Yeah, we've also found that feminist collaborations are generally non-hierarchical and they're multitasking and that they often involve everyday life stuff as well. Yes, that's exactly how WAM worked. The women's art movement began because the art world wasn't ready for feminist exhibitions. Women artists' gallery participation hovered at around 9 to occasionally 17%. So we mounted our own exhibitions. We couldn't have done it individually. Disappointingly, today, the global average still remains a miserable 9-19% to 19 for representation of women in galleries and museums. The WAM collaborations then developed into calls for the visual arts to be considered as an industry, and the Art Workers Union was set up in Melbourne and New South Wales. Now, Joe, you were the New South Wales Union rep for quite a while, and so what did you do there? We helped organise campaigns for artist fees and contracts, now established in publicly funded exhibitions and galleries, but often still disputed. We raised the issue of copyright and introduced the issue of resale royalties for visual artists, and we now have a copyright council. We also wrote practical how-to style pamphlets on health and safety in the studio. The union also gave talks at art schools on affirmative action. We even made a slideshow and then a movie. Uh, it was a film noir melodrama, I think, from memory. Uh, we demanded that publicly funded contemporary spaces showed the steps that they were taking to achieve a more diverse, inclusive and multivocal program, all lose their funding. Now, the union's efforts managed to actually achieve 50% representation of women artists in a few key national and international surveys. We learned that art is an industry as well as a vocation, and we later found that there are always a counterattacks, pushbacks. Yeah, like maybe today. Today, feminist collaborations are, however, just as creative and active as they were in the past. You just have to think of favour economy, for example. Or in Brisbane, there's Level and the Equal Standard. In Adelaide, there's Fran. In Tassie, there's Mad Women in the Attic and hashtag Dear Minister for Women. In Melbourne, the F Word, Women's Art Register and Countess. In Sydney, we have Contemporary Art and Feminism, the Future Feminist Archive, Janice, and other activist-oriented art groups like Soda Jerk and Barbara Cleveland, along with Indigenous feminist art activists like those working through arts workshops in Yoruba Papermakers near Moree, the Woman Women's Project in the Kimberley, and the Country Women Artists in Northern Rivers, New South Wales, amongst many other organisations. The thing is, Joe, do you think that they're actually very different in style and priorities and effectivity compared with second wave feminist collaborations? They all share the long-standing working rationale that activism is part of art making and the personal is still political that feminism is non-hierarchical, but also entrepreneurial in claiming art world visibility. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, however, I think that most 
current feminist art collectives seem to be paradoxically more connected, but also politically possibly isolated. We don't have an overarching artist trade union or women's art movement proper, for example. These days we seem to be in time at a time of improper, that is, anti-identitarian political action. And today's push for intersectional inclusion should there sh could possibly therefore extend its genius, which it has, for radically creative public gestures, like Countess or contemporary art and feminism and others are again calling for things like straightforward affirmative action. We mean by this 50% representation of women artists in programs, collections, staffing and board membership, or in other words, employment opportunities based on merit and diversity within all art world sectors. So in turn, we'd like to finish by asking a favour of today's collaborators. Let's hold a summit to collaborate future feminisms. Thank you very much. Thank you.